0: The world ending on December 21st, 2012. Y2K. Thomas Dewey beating Harry Truman in the 1948 presidential election. What do they all have in common? they are predictions that were horribly wrong. I'll add my Florida LSU predictions to the bunch only on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day, every day, available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Thursday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of whole 9 where you can find all of my written work. Of course, I mentioned we're going to get into my predictions for Florida LSU at the end of the show, we're going to take a look at Marco Wilson, who's exceeded expectations like a mother father so far, but first we're going to get into the offensive predictions of Florida versus LSU, and uh, I'm just going to get right into it right now, 250 plus rushing yards. Um, that's a lot. I get it, but I'm, I'm trying to throw more specific stats out there instead of just broad predictions. Uh when I say 250 plus rushing yards, I wanted to go higher than that, um, but I wanted to be a little, little more realistic. Uh, LSU's run defense has struggled a ton this year. They had two good games against McNeese State and Central Michigan, where those two teams combined for 107 yards in their games versus LSU. McNeese State, I believe, had 56, and Central Michigan had 51, or flip flop that. Um, but they allow 156 yards per game including those two games where they were absolutely stellar against significantly worse competition. So I'm thinking Florida can put up a ton of rushing yards against them, you know, because Florida ain't playing around. We're going to run the ball. We're going to get big plays here. I want to see more Damian Pierce carries. I want to see more Napon Wright carries. I want to see more Malik Davis carries, assuming he's playing. I want to see Emery Jones, Anthony Richardson, Jacob Copeland. Let me see him get involved. I want us to run the ball because we are going to kill LSU if we run the ball with any sort of consistency. And I don't mean consistency in the form of execution. I am confident that in the form of execution, Florida, just they're going to be great. Whether you run the ball one time or 50 times, they're going to be great. I am more talking about running it often. That's what I think we should do. I think we would dominate LSU if that's how we approach this game. I also think that, you know, 40 plus game, 40 plus point game incoming. Uh, Mullen went into, Dan Mullen obviously went into Vanderbilt game, pissed. He went into halftime against Vanderbilt, pissed. He's probably going to come into this game, pissed, because, well, let's be honest, we won 42 nothing to Vanderbilt. Should have won by more, should have put up more than 42 at the very least, just because I get 42s a lot. But Vanderbilt's Vanderbilt. They suck in every. Aspect of the game of football. So Florida should have put up more than forty-two. I think Dan Mullen's pissed that they didn't Um, look at how we came out of the half last week. I think Florida tries to come out of the game this week. Doing that, just start the game, take deep shots, throw the throw bombs. I don't care. Do something. Get creative. Get fun with it. I think Florida comes out. Pissed. I think Dan Mullen is pissed. I think Florida's going to come into this game wanting to put up points, whether it's going up tempo, throwing bombs, running the ball with that wide zone, specifically that split zone read that we love so much, or I love so much, and I talk about all the time. Uh, I, I think Florida is going to put up points in this game. And I'll get into more of a reason of why I think they'll do that in the second segment. But right now, I think we're going to put up 40 points at least. I think that, you know, this is probably going to be horribly wrong. Like I mentioned, the predictions at the very beginning of the episode um, but I, I think Florida wants to put up points I think Florida's pissed going into this game I think that our offense can be better than it has been I think that there's a little bit more faith in the deep ball now with Emory connecting with Jacob Copeland last week and Damian Pierce last week I, I get Damian is wide open I genuinely don't give a damn I get that Jacob Copeland could have had a bigger gain had it been a better ball. I genuinely don't give a damn because Emory Jones is at least getting the ball to his receivers with the ability to make a play on the ball deep downfield. And I think that's what Dan Mullen was looking for. So Vanderbilt kind of showed us like, hey, Emory can at least get the ball there. Trust him a little bit to do so. And now we get to see that. And I think we're going to see it a lot more often for the remainder of the year. We've got LSU coming up. We've got Georgia coming up after next week's bye. And we're going to have to be able to challenge vertically to kind of get this defense backed off so that our run game can excel the way that we know they can. So I I think we're going to put up over 40 again this week. Uh, I mentioned yesterday, I think LSU is going to score a bit, but I think Florida is going to score enough to cover the spread, which is 10.5, and And I think Florida is going to score enough to hit the over. So that's why I'm saying another 40-point game is incoming back-to-back weeks, and I make this prediction every week. No turnovers. A turnover-free football game for the Florida Gators. Hear me out this time. LSU hasn't forced a turnover in their past two games against Kentucky and Auburn. They haven't forced a turnover um, with all their injuries. It's difficult for them to get a, to make a play on the ball because Derek Stingley's hurt. You got a whole lot of injuries and in that defense, and it's very difficult to make plays on the ball without your biggest playmakers. That's a hard thing to do. We saw obviously like. We this whole year, Florida's defense has not been a ball hawking defense. And I'm not just saying secondary. I mean linebackers. Daquan Newkirk has a pick. He's one of he's at the top of the list with this team for interceptions. So we've got guys that are near the top of the list, but we've got guys that haven't been making plays on the ball. LSU has that same issue, except their excuse at least is that they're missing some of their top guys on defense. They're missing their top guy on defense who very well can be a top three pick in the NFL draft this coming year. So I I don't know how this defense is going to force takeaways from Florida. Granted, Florida has been turnover prone, I'll say, but I mean, it's going to be tough for them. And I want to say that I have the faith in our team, both Emery and Anthony, and I trust our backs and our receivers to not put the ball on the ground. That hasn't happened much this year. Uh, I I have full faith in this team to put up points and kind of, kind of get into this one and get through this one without turning the ball over. And I'm again, I could be horribly wrong. I've said I'm going to make this prediction pretty much week in, week out, because it's something that I want to see from this team, especially with this tough stretch of the schedule coming up. So I'm putting absolute faith in them. Once again, I cannot wait to be let down. All right, so I'm just going to say a big thank you to Sweat Block because I'm letting you know it, it's hot behind these lights. I got a light here I got a light here. It's hot behind these lights. Look at this. You can see, just look at my hands. It's hot behind these lights, but thankfully I've got sweat block and sweat block keeps me from sweating like a mother father. Sweat block is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. I would know I've, I've been using them for years. I'm gross. You simply apply it at night before bedtime. Go to sleep, wake up, shower, and bam, just go about your day without worrying about sweat. It's guaranteed, and I know that sounds way too good to be true, but I'm a gross person. I sweat a lot. It's not my fault. I was born that way. And SweatBlock, I only have to use it once, maybe twice per week, and it keeps me dry. Use promo code On—that that is L-O-C-K-E-D, no space O-N, to get 20% off at SweatBlock.com or get it on Amazon, where it is a top seller or get it at CVS. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are free and available on all platforms. Of course, taking a look at the defensive predictions for this game. This is going to be, I know that I literally, literally just before the ad break, I was talking about how Florida's defense does not force takeaways. Um, I am, I'm flip-flopping on that already. I think this is gonna be a multiple takeaway game. We're gonna go into this game and again, I've mentioned trying to put up 40 plus points. That's something that I think we're gonna do. That's another reason. I think this is gonna be a multiple takeaway game. I don't think we could put up 40 plus without, you know, without taking the ball away, maybe a defensive touchdown, not saying that, but maybe um, without taking the ball away and getting us good field position and kind of flipping momentum. But also I think Florida wants to turn this game into a shootout. LSU's hurting offensively. Like that that's without a doubt that's an unequivocal undeniable fact. Uh LSU they're going to have to try to keep up if we can turn this one into a shootout and LSU won't be able to keep up. So that's why it's like yeah, turn this into a shootout and we're going to beat the brakes off of them. It's as simple as that. LSU will not be able to keep up with Florida if we can turn this into a shootout. They can try but they're going to turn the ball over if they try. They're going to try to throw the ball deep while they're missing their best weapon. So I I think that, you know, Florida turns this one into a shootout. LSU, they're going to turn it over multiple times. They're going to throw picks specifically, maybe strip sack here and there. We've got a fantastic defensive line. I I see them getting home quite a bit this week. You know, I'm, I'm very excited to watch this. I'm very pumped for this because I hate LSU and I have a lot of LSU fan friends and I, I hate them. You can figure out if I'm talking about the school or my friends, but that's what I'm talking about. Um, I I hate this. Oh, my God. I laughed at my own joke. I'm such a scumbag. I'm so sorry. LSU scores less than 20 is my next prediction. As always, I'm expecting to give up a couple of home runs here and there. That's just my expectation. I get it. Last week, it didn't happen. Maybe, just maybe, that was an anomaly. You know, I'm, I'm looking at this schedule, and I'm looking at teams like USF, And uh, FAU that put up points when they shouldn't have. Kentucky got big plays when they shouldn't have. Every team that we've played has put up big points or has put up big plays when they shouldn't have done so. And so, yeah, I think LSU, obviously, Vanderbilt didn't do it. LSU, as hurt as they are, and as much as they've been down bad recently. I, I don't see them not getting a big score here and there, and maybe even a good drive here and there that they just earn these points. But, uh, for the most part, I think we murder LSU. I'm just go Tigers. No, I think we murder them. I'm going to let you know that. (laughs) Um, that's, that's something where I I think we're going to demolish LSU defensively. I think we're just going to get to them, but I still think they, I, I think they get at least a big score here and there, but, um, I think they score less than 20 overall. That's that's my thing. Maybe they get a good drive. Maybe they earn points. Um, I don't think so, but maybe. And I, I just think, you know, Florida's defense, I think if they played like they played last week, but they get off the field a little bit more, it's it's RIP for LSU. It's as simple as that. I, I think that our defensive line is going to come out angry. They're going to come out fierce. They're going to come out hungry and they're going to demolish LSU. And our secondary is going to be able to reap the rewards, reap the benefits, whatever you want to say. But I think our secondary is going to get the takeaways, and our secondary is going to have a lot of fun, assuming they don't blow coverages, which I'm not even going to knock on wood because, you know, they do that. So that's just – it makes no sense. Uh, Next is I said that we'll have 250-plus rushing yards. Wouldn't be surprised if that number hits 300. But I think LSU has less – than 60 rushing yards they're averaging about 85 averaging about three yards per carry which is terrible by the way um i know in the nfl you're like oh like four yards per carry is kind of the, the number you want to hit in college it's usually five some guys have six it, it, it's insane um or at least say four and a half at least at least average that but uh lsu's been terrible at running the ball this year florida's been fantastic at defending the run i think we're giving up less than three yards per carry um also take into effect, I said that I think Florida's defensive line is going to hit home and maybe get a couple sacks here and there against LSU. Uh, college has these like dumb stat things where, uh, I don't know why I said stat things, they're dumb stats that college has where sacks count as rushes for losses. Um I think that's ridiculous. I think that's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Uh, and I, I think Florida's going to get home with a few sacks. So I think we cook here against the run. That's one of the reasons that uh, that our run defense looks so good because we get sacks and those count as rushes for losses, which again, one of the dumbest things on the planet. But Florida's going to get home against LSU. LSU's already been struggling, uh, get, struggling to run the ball. So I think Florida's going to just feast here. And I, I think this is one of those games where uh, Talent-wise, it's not as big as the score will indicate because I think matchup-wise, Florida matches up really well against LSU this year. Um, that that's where I'm at. It's like last year we were way better than them and we just blew it the whole time. Uh, this year, I, I still think we're way better than them, but I think that Florida just matches up really well against LSU. Like we're good where they're not, and they're hurt right now, and we're. Banged up, but not really hurt throughout the way they are. So I think we match up really well where they don't in the sense of, you know, our run game's fantastic. That's that's great for us. Their run game hasn't been good. Their run game is terrible. Or their run defense hasn't been good. Their run offense is terrible. Our run defense is phenomenal. So I think we're looking at things like that, and it's like, we match up really, really well. And I think that's why this game's going to be a blowout. I don't necessarily think LSU is as bad as their record shows or as bad as this game might show. Uh, assuming it goes the way I think it will go, but I, I think LSU's hurt and we match up really well. So I think that's why it's going to be a blowout. Need something to do with your stimulus, tax refund, GameStop, Dogecoin, NIL, online. however you get your money, I don't care. Visit rockauto.com right now for all of your car parts needs. You guys know I am dumb as bricks. When it comes to cars, that makes me sound really bad, but I am, I'm completely useless when it comes to doing things with my car. I don't know. I get to, my family is really good at it. I get to use RockAuto.com's catalog. Cause it's unique and remarkably easy to navigate. And even I can find the things I need. I had to buy a spark plug. I don't, I don't know what that does. I'm sorry. I, I, and the thing is, they've explained it to me, but I just, I don't care. So it's just voop, voop, like right in one ear at right the other. I, I don't care about it, but even I can use rockauto.com's catalog. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know exactly who sent you and I don't know about you, but I am fully hoping that I make money this weekend uh, gambling because I didn't last week, or I made some, but I didn't make enough last week. The week before that was terrible. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to make money on all of your sports actions. How I bet literally multiple times a day. I don't know if I should tell you that, but multiple times a day. Bet online covers award shows, TV shows. Uh, reality TV, if aliens will attack the planet this year, things like that. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device, which is how I like to bet, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code LOCKEDON, that is L-O-C-K-E-D, no space O-N. And now, like I mentioned, uh, we're going to take a look at Marco Wilson exceeding expectations. And this is one of those moments where I was wrong, but I'm very happy that I was wrong. I think you guys know I have no problem saying that I was not very high on Marco Wilson because he was one of those kids, one of those guys, sorry, I shouldn't call him kids. He's a grown man. Uh, He was one of those guys where he was just, he was so good his freshman year. He got hurt. He was so inconsistent afterwards. And then you know he would have just incredibly high peaks and incredibly low valleys. And I'm not talking about the shoot thing. Don't give a damn about the shoot thing. Doesn't matter. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about his play. Um, it's not like he throws a shoot every week and that's a common occurrence. But you know he, I had him as the 207th overall prospect in this past year's draft class. Uh, He went 137th overall in the fourth round to the Cardinals. Uh, But I had him as the 207th overall prospect. That's pretty low. Um, I had him as the 26th overall corner. That's pretty low. Again, the shoe thing had nothing to do with his evaluation. It was his inconsistency that was so worrisome to me. He was one of those players where he's got a low floor, but a very high ceiling. And right now he's trending more towards getting to that ceiling than he is to the floor. Following the, uh, the draft, I went on to lockdown Cardinals and I was like, Hey, uh, you know, they asked me, what does Marco Wilson have to do? Uh, if you don't know lockdown Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, amazing guys. Uh, they asked me, what, what does Marco Wilson have to do? Or what do the Cardinals have to do to make sure that Marco Wilson is a success? And I said, Marco Wilson's the kind of player where he can be great but you've got to give him time to settle into the game. You know, don't pressure him to succeed early. You got to let him find his consistency, find his level and kind of let him grow from there. Take your time with him. Even if you give him a red shirt year. Um I was wrong. That's why I'm going with Marco Wilson today by the way. I figured I'm going to be wrong on my offensive predictions, I'm going to be wrong on my defensive predictions, I'm going to be wrong on my Marco w- and I was wrong on my Marco Wilson predictions. But uh you know, I I said Given time, sit him, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. He started week one. He was the week one starter for the Cardinals. Granted, they've been banged up in the secondary. They got rid of some guys, but he started weeks one through four. Uh, he got hurt in week two. Didn't, didn't really play in week two because he got hurt. I think he played like seven snaps in coverage. Uh, missed most of the game, obviously. Uh, he didn't play in week five. He was injured this past week. He did not play. Uh, but when, and when he's targeted quarterbacks have found success. You know, he's given up the completions. He's given up a a pretty good completion percentage. He's given up three touchdowns. He's given up, uh, just not, not even big plays necessarily. That's the biggest thing with him is that he's not getting toasted over here. He's giving up contested catches. That's why it's like, yeah, if you look at the numbers, he doesn't look that great. If you watch the tape, he's not just leaving guys wide open here. He's struggled primarily in the red zone. Um, which is a really bad spot to struggle because, you know, that's where points come up a lot. So he's struggling in the red zone, which sucks. Like I mentioned, three touchdowns in four games played, but really three and a quarter games played. Uh, So it's obviously a huge deal. But overall, he's been a wild success. Like He's been way better than I gave him credit for going into the season. He's been way better than expectations have been set for him. Um, You know, week one was his best game. And I say it was his best game because he was, it was one of those games where Marshawn Lattimore can be explained, um, where it's one of those games where he he's on his guy. He's having his, he's having a good day. It's a relatively quiet game. You know, Marshawn Lattimore does that often this past week was out of his mind, but he does that often where I'm I'm sorry. You guys are Bucks fans. I'm sorry that I got to bring up a saying here, but it's good that he's not getting his name called. It's one of those games. Uh, that's what he did week one because Marco Wilson was matched up with Julio Jones. And a lot of us thought he's going to murder him. Like Julio is going to murder Marco Wilson on live TV. Um, and that didn't happen. You know, Julio had a relatively quiet game when matched up with Marco Wilson uh, in week four, Marco Wilson intercepted a pass from Matthew Stafford, who's having a near MVP campaign right now, but it was, uh, it was called back with a roughing the passer penalty. So it got negated, but you know, the, the roughing call did not, Influence the uh, the completion or the interception to Marco Wilson, so he's he's been he's been doing his thing, you know. Uh, he's been working primarily on the boundary, and he's been well at it on the outside corner. Of course, that means. Uh, and I'm proud to say that through the first third of his rookie season so far, I have been dead wrong about Marco Wilson. I love being wrong about things like this. If I'm not high on a prospect and I'm wrong, I'm glad. I don't care if I'm wrong. I'm going to get things wrong. I'm glad that I'm wrong for thinking someone wouldn't succeed and they do instantly. Uh, Hopefully he can reach his ceiling because like I mentioned, he's one of those guys that he's got a low floor, but a very high ceiling. So, and he, like I said, he's leaning, he's trending towards hitting his ceiling. So, Hopefully he can because he will be a fantastic corner on the boundary if he ends up reaching his ceiling. Um, He's someone who a lot of Gators fans were low on. A lot of the draft community was low on. When he went in the fourth round, everybody was like, what the hell is happening here? Because he's he's a physical tools kind of player, but he was so raw so inconsistent the shoe thing people killed him for as if that was a character concern as if he's just going around throwing shoes and i mean honestly really who throws a shoe but he was doing that i'm sorry i tried not laughing at my own joke but i did um but you know marco wilson he's he's been exceptional given the expectations that were placed on him so that's fantastic i love being wrong about this and he is going to just keep going up 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 so great for him Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. Tomorrow, it's preview time for Florida vs. LSU. Now make your second listen, Lockdown SEC. Get all of your daily SEC news in less than 30 minutes with our SEC expert, Chris Gordy of Sports 790. It's free and available on all platforms for Lockdown Gators. I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. And you can find all of my written work with whole nine Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E sports. And be sure to check out my pinned tweet and let On know why Florida Gators, Gator Nation. I have the best fan base in all of college football. And I will see you all tomorrow.